So my coworker friend, right? Yes. I left. I left work. I usually get to work like like it's weird at, at my job. Like the core hours are from like nine to three. So like you can right right. So you have to just be there from nine to three. And you, you can like get away with like a little bit like nine thirty or like two thirty. But like you you really need to be there between three like nine and three. So I get in at like seven so I can get out at three. Right. Hell yeah! Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So my my coworker friend he works from like eight to four. So ew. I, yeah, I get out early. I hit the gym. And whatever. And then I get a text message from him. I'm like, what the fuck? And okay. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot to say goodbye to him because now he's like, if you don't say bye to me, he like blows up my phone. Anyways, so he says, he says, one, you left without saying goodbye again. Two, <laughs> he says, two, did you use Google on my phone and search what is a furry? What? <laughs> and I said, no, but I fucking wish I did. God. Jesus Christ, I'm it's, disappointed. I oh my know, God. I'm so, I never in my life have been so upset with something that I've never done. Well, I know what I'm going to start doing now to people <laughs> is I'm going to be like, hey, can I see your phone? I need to Google something. And then I'm going to just Google wild shit. Like, like, oh my God. You don't even have to unlock their phone because if they have, no. if they have the, 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 the I'm not going to say because all the Googles are going to go off in my house. <laughs> but if you just say it and their phone is locked, yeah. it'll still let you search things. You just say it, ask oh it, God. and then lock their phone, put it down. And then when they pick it up, they're just like, what the fuck? Because when he opened his phone... He had a bunch of like, what is a furry? Like a furry is like furry conventions and the fur suits on his home screen. He was like, who the fuck did this? And I'm like, it's probably some boomer that asked their phone because I heard some fucking millennial say it. <laughs> or they were like, hey Siri, what's a what's a fursona? <laughs> oh f- God, that's the way to do it. Holy shit, that's genius. <sighs> so there yeah, you go. I know how I'm gonna fuck with everybody at work from now on. <laughs> Sold. Ah, I should, that's so good. I actually shouldn't have given you this power. But anyways. <laughs> You've made a mistake. I did. You've made a mistake. That's okay, though. So tell me about your work, though. Tell me. Oh, my God. T- I, have, tell me. I have so many, so many things. So many things. Okay. So first first thing, I had a wildly dramatic day, uh, like a week and a half ago. Everything was cool. One of the one of the fellows that works in receiving, like, left at his normal time. He's usually out at, like, 1 o'clock, right? And then I see him walk back in the building. He looks like he's on a mission. And I'm like, okay, what's going on with that? I don't see him for like an hour. But I'm like, he's he already left. Like, why is he coming back? Wait, what was and then what what huh? what was the time period between when he left and when he came back? So he he walked out at like one o'clock and he comes back in at like one ten or something. Okay. Like, oh, he probably forgot something. That's weird. Or he's like here to shop. I don't know. Okay. I don't see him for an hour. And I'm like, wow, he's like buying a lot of shit today. What's going on? Then I get the, like, the manager of the store comes up front uh, with one of the, like, team leads. Okay. And they talk to the the asset protection person. And then I'm like, okay, that's kind of fucking weird. <laughs> so then I walk over and I'm like, hey, what's going on? Because I'm nosy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I say. I'm like, what's going on? Because I'm nosy as fuck. And the guy's like, well, I don't think I'm supposed to tell you. I was like, you're probably not, but you're gonna. <laughs> And he was like, no, 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 I can't do it. I can't do it. And I was like, okay, all right, fine. So then I mosey on over to another team lead. And I'm like, hey, what the hell's going on? 
And they tell me and they're like, oh, uh, so <laughs> listen to this shit. Like we get we all get ready. Like every everybody in any sort of a business, as soon as something happens, everybody has to be like, oh, let let me get my teacup and tell you all about it. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, man. So the reason that the receiving fella came back is because his like brand new, like eight or nine hundred dollar phone was missing. Oh. <gasps> So there's cameras in every inch of this fucking store. Right. Because it's a retail store and dumb people come in and steal shit all the time. Right. So that includes in the back where we receive trucks, right? So we had like, so, so let me, let me back up. This, this company I work for has a third party company that they employ to come in and like build stuff like bicycles like grills stuff like everything that an outdoor store has right right so one of the people that this third-party company that my company employs uh came in and this gentleman i I don't mean to profile but this gentleman looks like a crackhead okay Um, like like just just the way that he talks the way that he acts the way he's like really twitchy sometimes that's just Um, that's just crackhead right exactly um and, you know, like, we're really nice to him. Like, he's a sweet dude, right? Very, very kind. We're always, we help him whatever way we can. He had taken this gentleman's phone um, that, you know, it was just hanging out. Everything was cool. He picked it up, looked around, all suspicious, like no one can see me, and put it in his pocket. Are you? And then he left the building. Oh, my God. Yep. So my boss called his boss and said, hey, he needs to come back and return that or else it's going to be real bad. So the guy comes back under the guise of, hey, we have some more stuff that you have to build today and it needs to get done now. So the guy walks back into the building and my store manager is like, hey, buddy, we need to have a conversation. So the fellow who got his phone stolen is like sitting in a separate room because this is the South. We work in in an outdoor store. So a Southern outdoorsman is the kind of man that has at least one gun shoved in his car. So... It's a probably a good thing that they kept them separated because yep. I, w- I would hate for this gentleman to go to jail for shooting somebody. Yep. So they walk the the builder into another room and it's, hey, so here here you are on camera putting that really nice phone in your pocket. Uh, do you want to give it back? Because you've already lost your job. So do you want to go to jail too? <gasps> and, the guy, and, the guy, <laughs> and the guy goes, oh, and like pulls it out and puts it on the table. And he's like, all right, see you later. Never want to see you in my store again. So that was fun. Did he, that was a good time. Did he get fired? Oh, yeah, he got fired. Absolutely, he got fired. So, oh, that was a good time. Wow. That happened. Yeah, I was like, that's dramatic as shit. Like, what in the world? Why would you think that's a good idea to, Wait. like, steal something from, from somebody that you work for? Why? Wild. Wait, why did the mover, uh-huh. the truck guy, the yeah. the, the unpacker... The, yeah. Yes. The trailer. Yes. What the fuck is his title? He's he's a uh, now that you've said all of those words, my brain's <laughs> not going to connect on what the actual word is. Uh he he is a receiving receiving employee. That's right. Yes. Receiving. Yeah. Cuz I worked there yeah. once upon a time receiving. Yes. yes. Um where did he put his phone? First off, if I I have I have uh-huh a $1200 phone. It does not right, yeah. leave my fucking pocket. Why, right, yeah. Where did he put his phone that this guy just walked up and just was like, yoink, mine. 
So he had his phone out and he was like doing something with it, right? And then he set it down on a box and was like, okay, I'll come back for that because he got called away to pull something off of a top shelf, like operating heavy machinery or like he had to squat or something and he didn't want his phone in his pocket because it might fall out, right? And then he forgot about it because that's sometimes what happens. And it's, it's pretty common for anybody that works at this place to just pull our phone out look at it do something with it and set it down like that happens we do that yeah right? that's fair because especially like, before the store is technically open because there's no customers so like you can have your phone out and do whatever right because like i do that at home i take it out yeah i notoriously leave my phone in the bathroom counter all the time yeah where's my oh, phone absolutely. probably in the bathroom right. i can't find my phone it's probably in the bathroom exactly so yeah that's that's just what occurred um so that that was a good time right <laughs> uh yeah, and uh, another another fun work story, one that I particularly enjoy. So I work with like, okay, I work with a lot of people because I work in retail, right? And I am in charge of like making sure my cashiers are trained the right way, right? So we do this thing called uh, like the basket blitz, is what it's called. So like, I put together a basket full of stuff to try and trick my cashiers into not like doing their job right. What the fuck? So, like. <laughs> So, like, I hide shit inside of other shit and, like, it's switch tags on things and, like, all sorts of stuff. Like, put the wrong shoes in the wrong box. Like, everything that I need my cashiers to know, I put, I do for this, right? Wow. Like, (laughs) like, I know that you bitch about your job, but I don't, I never want (laughs) to fucking hear you bitch again. Because now I know you're just torturing those poor little employees underneath you. It gets worse. You it gets worse, bro. Suck. It gets worse. Oh my god. So, so we do this, right? Every month we have a different one. So this month, this month, this was like two or three days after the builder stole the fella's phone, right? Yeah. So like, good lord. So I pull, like, I am, I pretend to be the worst fucking customer in existence whenever I do these. So. I will take the cart all the way around and I'll go through the checkout line and then I literally run the cart into the counter. You're such a dick. Like, I fucking hit it and I'm like, hey, how are y'all doing? Like, literally the worst accent I can come up with. Like, I say the weirdest shit. Doesn't matter. Somebody says something to me and it. J- I go off on a tangent in, like, the wrong direction talking about, like, my bunions let me tell y'all about whatever going on like i am trying to distract these cashiers so that they don't catch the shit right you mean to tell me that you've been doing this and this is the first fucking time you've told me yes yes it is you i can't believe you right now i'm so awful dude i'm the fucking worst so all right so at at customer service i do this on one of my cashiers so i I like i run the fucking thing into the counter and i start talking to him and i start like just throwing shit up on the counter like back and forth and i'm trying to move it out of his line of sight so i can like move it around so he misses it right he doesn't miss a fucking thing he does beautifully bam now now here's where it gets wild we have some signs sitting up i knocked the fucking sign over accidentally but i was like oh well i guess you're gonna have to come around here and pick it up because my back don't work like how it used to so you're just gonna have to bend over and get it for me because fuck you you're a tool (laughs) just like going at it like any and we'd already had a bad day for customers people just being stupid so this kid's doing everything he needs to do he's fucking nailing it i realize after i knock the sign down i say that there's a customer behind me so i turn that off turn around i'm like hey how can i help you and the guy goes 
Oh, I thought you were a customer. I was bullying this kid so fucking hard, another customer was like, oh, that's a customer. (gasps) (laughs) Wait, were you still in your work, like, your work shirt? Oh my god! I was in the uniform, I had the radio in my ear, I had my name tag on, I looked like an employee, and this motherfucker was like, she is so mean to that guy, she's a customer. (laughs) Oh my fucking god, that's fucked up. I know, I know. (laughs) So be nice to your cashiers, ladies and gentlemen, or customers are gonna think you're a customer when you're being a dick. (laughs) <laughs> so that's fun. <laughs> it's the moral of the story. Be nice to your cu- to your customer service representatives. I can't believe you do this, and this is the <sighs> first time you fucking told me that you do this. I never thought about it. Mm. I never thought about telling you. It just was part of my job. It was never something I was like, yeah, let me tell you all about this. Pa- part of your job where you get to let I get the paid bees, to do that. You get to let the bees run wild and you fucking get paid oh, to do it. And you never thought so about great. telling me. Oh, my God. Oh it's my. so great. No. Oh, I never thought to. Yeah. I'll tell you next time. I have a particularly good one. That was that was probably the best time because I've been doing this the whole time that I've worked there. Which you. Is, almost three years i since pretty much since i've fucking known you you asshole yep yep and i never thought about letting you know how badly i bully people and i get paid for it it's great probably because i don't ever see you in that light because you don't bully me you're super nice to me and then when you're like yeah i'm so fucking mean to my other people and i'm like you do what (laughs) you do what now why yep Okay. Yep. That's how I show affection. I bullied that same person in front of a customer today. And that was <laughs> that was really fun because they were like, wow, she's mean to you. And I just stop what I'm doing and I like dead stare the guy. And I was like, yeah, it's how I show affection. <laughs> that was a good time. Okay. Okay. Um. All right. So I'm upset. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk <sighs> offline about the fact oh, absolutely. That, you know, <clears throat> that you don't tell me things. But um. all right. Um. You want to know what I do, though? To show to show my to show my love and affection, what tell spooky stories? Ooh. Hi, hi, how I, you doing? I'm good. How's your has the paintbrush on your nose? It's it's pretty great. Um, I slammed a beer when I got home, so I'm a little. <laughs> I'm a little tipsy and it feels kind of cool. I'm sorry. When you said I slammed That's a beer, this is. <laughs> I just imagine you just like took a beer and you just slammed it on your picnic bench that you have. And that's like yeah. how you vent out, out your aggression. Absolutely. Like you just let it spew. I don't. Anyways, that's, absolutely. That's what oh no, I pick on customers. That's how I vent my aggression. I literally fucking saw whoever that was coming down the stairs and I was like, there's a motherfucking ghost in your house. <laughs> did he shave his head? He did, yes. Jesus Well, Christ. I shaved his head. Okay. But yes. All right. Yeah. God, that's. Yeah. I was like, "There's a ghost. There is that some. There is so a bad. man on your staircase." All right, <laughs> you're correct. There was a man on my staircase. That's true. <sighs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, what do you want? Heads or tails? The booty ass. That is tails. Give me that. Give me that booty ass. Oh yeah. my god, tails. booty ass. You go first. Hell yeah, let's go, son. But oh, are you good? I moved my foot and I slammed it into the metal bottom of my chair. Ow. Hey, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I made one of those cool, like, dong, ding dong noises. I don't like that. Yeah. My, yeah, it still hurts. Makes my, my butt clench. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna make it? 
Yeah, it just hurts. It's fine. Everything's okay. fine. All right, we're gonna we'll, we'll distract you with the scary stories. Uh, but before that, you poor thing. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Everything's fine. <laughs> just walk it off. Um, uh, don't worry about it. Uh, uh, um, if you want to keep supporting whatever the fuck this is, please be sure to head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash hothher where we barely know her. We have two tiers. Hot her, I barely know her. I said the name of our podcast wrong. Did you? Yeah, I said hot her, didn't we register. barely know her. <gasps> no, it's I barely know her. How dare you? I'm trying so hard. It's okay. But we I all didn't, are. I didn't get so far. But I guess in the end... It doesn't even Never matter. really matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes me cackle every time. All right. So head on over to Patreon at patreon.com slash haunt her. I barely know her. We have two tiers. We have a medium tier, which is our $7 tier, and you get access to additional episodes. We have started a new series on our <gasps> Patreon. It's fun. Called Bully Katie. Bullying Katie. Bully, bullying Katie. <laughs> Where I am forced to watch by everybody, mostly Zoe, and then everyone fuels Zoe into bullying me into Absolutely. watching scary stories, scary shorts on YouTube. And um, I get scared. And you get to watch They're me. They're super good. They're good. We also, like, we, we I put the, the YouTube clip next to our faces. So you get to watch the YouTube clip, but then also watch us, mainly me, get scared. Hell yeah. And I have no choice in the matter, and I have to do this, so... Correct. Which if, is why it's called Bullying Katie. Which right. if you guys have any suggestions for videos that I should make her watch, please, please submit them. Just just no like like no like no murder. Like just horror yeah. Yeah, like horror suspense scary. I can handle yeah. blood, maybe a little violence, but like let's let's keep it let's keep it there's a reason yeah. why we don't do um true crime true pod, crime to yeah. true crime podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to make them all like paranormal scary, not like murder scary, because that's a different kind of scary. Yeah, so like hit us up, drop some links of like some really scary shit you've seen on YouTube. Hell yeah, let's do it. All right, cool. All right, um, that's all I'm gonna say about that. We're done with that. Okay, okay great, um, beautiful. Zoe Knowlton, Zoe Nolhen. God, yes. I can't wait for your fucking birthday. Ugh. Ah! Um, I can. <laughs> I need to. Okay, tell me what your topic is. I didn't look up uh, how to pronounce any of this, so <laughs> welcome to the shit show. Uh, Chateau de Brisson. That says Balsac. No, wait. That says no, Brissac. No, it doesn't. Yeah, Brisson. Brissac. I don't know wait, how, is it, how if it's, you say it. If it's French, it's French, you don't say the C. So, yeah, I did okay. it right. Ha! So you did it right. Let, let me let me do a quick pronunciation. pronunciation. Oh my god. If I can fucking spell. <laughs> Jesus. B-R-I-S-S-A-C. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bons. Brissac, Lord. Ugh. Oh, I'm upset. What? How do you say it? It's it's Brissac. Brissac. Oh, I was the right. C. Then why is this pronounced? What the fuck? I'm offended. Ugh. It's fun. Okay. Anyway, uh, this is in France, obviously. The French. <laughs> you hear the phlegm? That's how you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to anyone that's French. Just no, 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 no. This is it's just all it's all fun. It's all it's all you can make fun of us. It's we'll take it. It's, it's all, all right. in good fun. It's really easy to make fun of us, so we have to go for low hanging fruit. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> As Americans, we have to go for low hanging fruit, okay? So this is a manor house. All chateau means is manor. It is in the uh Brisson Quince area around the uh, commune of the Brisson Lore Aubance. Thank you. Uh, located in the department of Maine de Laurent, Maine mm. et Laurie. Sure, France. Why is it called department? What? Located I don't know. In That's the just the way. 
That's uh, it's like the state? equivalent of states for them. Okay, I don't I, know why they call it department instead of state, but I just don't like the fact it's called a department because that's like a that's supposed to be a building, not a county, not uh-huh. a state. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> great question. Whatever. I don't have an answer. It's the French, you know. That correct. That it is. <laughs> so the the property is currently owned by the Cosse Brisson family. The head of the family has the title of the Duke of Brisson. The home is seven floors tall and has 204 rooms. It's Jesus very big. Fucking very big. Christ. And it is aptly nicknamed the Giant of the Loire Valley. The chateau was originally built as a fortified castle by the Counts of Anjou in the 11th century. So this is old. Damn. Big old. Damn. After the victory over the English by King Philip II of France, the property was given to... This gentleman who has a fantastic name that is uh, very hard to pronounce. Don't, don't even. Yep. Don't uh, even. Not doing it. If you want to look at my notes or Google it, uh, it'll tell you. In the 15th century, the structure was rebuilt by, uh, yes, rebuilt by Pierre de Bries, a wealthy chef, uh, chief, chief. I can always <laughs> those two words, chef or chief. It's, yeah, yep. Uh, the, the chief minister of King Charles Seventh of France. During the reign of King Francis I, which was from 1515 to 1547, in case anyone was curious. That's a really <laughs> short time frame. I mean, it, it was a it was a king during the 1500s. It makes sense. Point. You know. Point. Okay. Oops. <laughs> the property was acquired by René de Cossé, who was named by the king as governor of Anjon and Maine. During the French Wars of Religion, which is a wild sentence, yes. I'm pretty sure that's Anjou. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're taking any pronunciations at this point. We don't fucking care. Yep, yep. It's perfectly fine. Let's go. I am not good at pronunciations, and I'm so sorry for everything that I'm butchering to it's, anybody and everybody it, that's French. It's just, it's just that I took two two years of French in high school, so I know how to pronounce. Everything. I, I know how to pronounce everything now. Beautiful, sold, <laughs> down, perfect. So the French Wars of Religion—that's where we were at, which was wars between the Catholics and the Protestants. Also, the Huguenots is what the like the the particular Protestants we were talking about. The chateau was made the possession was made a possession in 1589 by the Protestant leader Henry of Navarre or Navarre. I'm unsure. <laughs> Henry. It was by, uh, by Henry. It was taken over by Henry. The mansion was severely damaged after that period of time and was scheduled to be demolished before that could happen. Charles the, the Charles II de Cosse sided with Henry that Henry fellow, who was soon crowned King of France. Oh. So, that's kind of wild. Okay. Damn. As a result, King Henry gave him the property and the title of Duke of uh, Brissac and the money to rebuild the mansion in 1611. This whole thing was kind of wild due to the fact that Charles II was allied with the Catholic party who were fighting the Protestants, and Henry was a Protestant. What? Big scandal. Big deal, right? Wait, so he sh- <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, he was like, oh, no, that's fine. I'm with you, bud. I'm all about you, even though you're, like, the complete opposite party. I'm for you. Oop. The big, like, the big sass to me, like, after he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm all for you, buddy. Henry got to Paris and converted to Catholicism. 
the big uh, Protestant fella yeah. was like, no, 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 no. Catholics are fine. Whatever. I f- big I f- mess. I feel like that was just, like, he just went with whatever to get there, you know? Yeah, apparently he just wanted to be king and it didn't matter how. Okay. Cool. Whatever. Cool, I guess. I guess. Power to you. Yeah. <gasps> so, as the chateau was rebuilt, the construction made it the tallest chateau in France, and the exterior was designed to reflect influences of the 17th century Baroque architecture. There are two medieval towers in the front of the mansion that the Duke actually wanted to remove. He didn't think they fit with the new style of the mansion very well and started the process of removing them, but he died before it was completed, which is why those two towers are still there. So if you actually look pretty like closely at photos, you can see where the back portions of the towers have been cut and they were just waiting to get pulled off, which oh. is kind of fun to me. Yeah, you can see the fucking cracks. Yeah, they were just getting ready. Damn. You know what? I just I just don't like this whole this whole portion of my chateau. Just take it off. I just don't yeah, like it. Fine. I don't like the rotundness of this portion of my chateau. Just have it removed, please. I can't just get rid of stand it. it. It's just not just, it's just not uh, feng shuiing for me, you know? That's mixing way too many things. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, absolutely. Like, I mean, I guess if you get money from the king, you can do whatever you want, right? Yeah, obviously. Obviously. Exactly. Obviously. So in August of 1620, King Louis XIII and his mother, Marie de Medici, met there to discuss their differences in, in neutral territory. What? 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 Whoa. Wait. What? His mom? Yes. His, his mom. His mom? His mom. He and his mom did not get along. They hated each other. Like, not a little hated. Like, he was like, get the fuck out. I'll, I'll kill you if I see you in France. Like, not a good thing. Yeah. Oh. Not a good time. So oh. it was like, well, I guess we can, we can like meet together and talk, but I don't want to do it in like the palace, you know? Okay. Or whatever passes as a palace for French royalty. Is it a palace? Is it a castle? Is it a mansion? I don't know. What? Whatever. Whatever it be. The- like, where, where the, where the, where the king lived. Was it a palace? Was it a mansion? Was it? Did it matter? I don't know. It was that really, it's the... Versailles. Yeah, Versailles. Versailles wasn't built yet. Until until what's when his butt, right? <laughs> I don't remember when Versailles was built. Hey, Google, when was the Versailles built? 1634. Palace. Ha. Ha ha. Yeah, so this is 1620, so it was pre-Versailles. Okay. That's weird. So they met neutral territory, and this castle happened to be neutral territory. The Queen Mother, like, like they, they were able to reconcile a little bit, uh, and everything was good for a little while until it wasn't. <laughs> and <laughs> Louis Thirteenth was like, get the fuck out, and sent her away from France. And was like, you are banished from my country. Goodbye. Damn. And kicked her out. Yeah, that's it's pretty bad. That's pretty. That's pretty bad. It's pretty Ooh, spicy. That conversation that they had took place in a room that is known as the king's bedroom. So it's very lavish and fancy and very pretty. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, always. So the descendants of the first Duke of Brissac managed to maintain the chateau until 1792, which is an important year, because that is when the French Revolution took place. Woo! Yeah, because they helped us in our revolution and were planning on their own revolution and then asked for our help and we said, get fucked. Because <laughs> that's what the U.S. does. Sounds about Reading right. Does not does not go through with 
thinks that it, it says it will sometimes. Yeah. Oops. Whoops. Well, so well, proper- well, well, yes. well. Yeah. Well. The only well. reason why the French helped us is because they were like, fuck the British. I mean, that's true. Because everybody so. in Europe is like, fuck the British. At right. that time, anyway. So like, so, like, it was an investment for themselves. So, like. That's true. That's true. I also would want to bully a neighbor if they were mean to me. <laughs> so. <laughs> true. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. So during the French Revolution, this place was ransacked which is pretty sad. And it actually remained in shambles until a restoration project began in 1844. Damn. Yeah. Long time later. And is actually cur- carried on by the following Dukes of Brissac. So today the chateau is still owned by that same family and the property is managed by uh, Charles André de Brissac. Yeah. You- yeah, you know this. Sure. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's beautiful. That's I did the thing. Uh, he is the 14th Duke, and he is the eldest son of Francois, same last name, who was the 13th Duke. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you need help? Do you want me to, do you want me to take it? Sure. Yeah, Fra- you, want, you want to go for it? Do it. Francois de Crosse-Brissac. Yes. Okay. Thank you. You appreciate it. <laughs> so the mansion has seven sto- the seven stories all together, making it the tallest chateau in the valley. It's open to the public for tours and overnight stays in some of its guest rooms. Ooh. Fancy. Ooh. It has a gilded theater that Ooh. hosts the annual uh, Val de Lore Festival, which is just like a festival that takes place in that valley. The theater that I mentioned is the, the, mm, the, the bell. What's that word? Epoch. E-P-O? Yeah, that one. Thank you. The Bell Epoch Theater is a small 200-seat opera house. 200 seats. Holy shit, that's a lot of people. Is it? Small. Huh. No, it's... I feel like 200 people is a lot. No, it's small. That's actually a... Opera houses, yeah. aren't they like 500? Yeah, okay. Fair. Okay. Regardless, yeah, there's yeah. a small 200-seat opera house uh, created by... Um... Je ne sais, Marquis de Brassac. Sure. A uh, music lover at the end of the 19th century. <laughs> <laughs> the dining room is huge with tapestries and painted ceilings. There's actually a lot of painted ceilings in this whole place. Like, it's it's really fucking bougie. Like, like it's just nice. Like some Michelangelo bullshit ceiling paintings or? Kind, kind of, sort of, yeah. Like, a- yeah, very, very pretty ones. Okay. There's actually, I found a place that you could take a... Um, like a virtual tour through two or three of the rooms and oh. they were all like really pretty. Oh. Really pretty. I don't know if I linked that in my notes. How could you I fucking not? Oh it's my fine. Oh it's my... fine. I'll put it in there before we release this. Okay. That way people can go look at it and enjoy the pretty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there is a personal chapel located in one of the towers, as what, you do. What does that mean? Uh that just means it's like a little church in your house. Oh, okay. Okay, A little place for you to go pray. Okay. Another interesting room is the Room of the Hunt. So there's all sorts of, like, memorabilia and decorations in that room showing, like, the French um, aristocracy's devotion to the hunt. What? And when 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 I say the hunt, I mean the, like, traditional you go out on horses and they have your hunting dogs and they, like, find something for you to hunt and then you go and kill it. Like that oh, kind of hunt. The stupid ass where they're like, we captured a fox. Now we're going to release yes. it. Just let your yeah, dogs that. kill it. And then it's so fucking inhumane. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. That. The hunt. Exactly. Awesome. The hunt. Yes. Um, I've actually read that like today you can 
still like have a conversation with some of the people that manage the property and be like, hey, I would like to go on a hunt. And they're like, okay, cool. Do you know how to ride horseback? All right, great. And then they'll take you on a hunt, which is kind of wild. Damn. Yeah, I think that's kind of kind of wild. I just kicked my cat. I didn't know he was on my feet. Oh, no. <laughs> He's fine. He's still laying there. He just kind of went, Burr, looked at me. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> Fun fact. The Tell Chateau me. was actually used as a temporary stadium for the Iron Chef French battles in the original Japanese Iron Chef TV show. That's that cool. That's fucking cool. <laughs> I like that one. I had to put that in there. So the mansion also sits on 173 acres of landscaped park. And there are pl- uh, plenty of like hundred year old trees throughout the property. Like it's it's very pretty. There's like these little benches that you can sit on throughout the park just to like rest or enjoy the atmosphere or whatever. Just on just top to, of one, just to take it all in. Just to yeah, just to yeah. absorb all the rich the riches. Yeah, yeah. Just to be disappointed that you don't you're not like French royalty. <laughs> you know, that's I'm it. just yeah. I mean, I'm they're just, not they're not royalty, but well, I mean, I'm disappointed every day. I'm not royalty but it's it, the same uh, though yeah we get closer every you know every day you know uh, i don't think we do i mean if you think about I don't it think we do get closer like no. you get closer and then you die and then you just never were that's true right that, yep that's yep it's just as disappointing as i thought it would be <laughs> <laughs> okay all right so on top of one of the hills in this beautiful 175 it's 173 acres is a uh like a little mausoleum uh styled in a neoclassic way it's just like this little temple that was built on one of the hills okay you know just in case you needed some extra like uh prayer time extra extra just you just need some extra yeah. extra yeah exactly when you, when just, you just extra extra you wouldn't you just need to be extra that's what i'm saying all day every day obviously <laughs> So there were, when this place was a castle, there were moats, which I think is cool. So after the moats, like the place wasn't a castle anymore, they decided, oh, hey, like we're just going to cover the moats. But they turned them into underground canals, which is even cooler. But for, Also spooky. But for what? Uh, just because. Like how tall are they? Rich, like, a great question. I don't know. There was only one source that I found that mentioned the underground canals. Oh. So I don't know even what they're used for or if they're just like, a hey, let's come down here and there's water. Cool. I don't know. I don't know if it's used as like a water source for inside the house. Well, I don't know. If there's flowing water, the castle Damons. haunted as fuck. <laughs> Damons. Yes. It's the Damons. Yes. Thank you. Some of the property also has been converted into vineyards. For almost five centuries. That's a long time. That's, That's a, like five five hundred years of wine. Produces wine. an excellent Anjou rose wine. Rose wine. Rose. Oh, oh. Yeah. There's oh, not the ch- over the E. I didn't put the unlounce. Is that the, what it's called? The what? A bl- no, the unlounce is the dots. Are you going to throw up the what? Uh, excuse me. The unlounce is the dots. I'm sorry. I just I call it the, what the... the ch and the ny. Oh, the little dashy. Right. But dashy boy. I have a question. Yeah. You have not said anything. Correct. I mean, obviously it's old, right? But like yeah. you haven't said anything as to why we're talking about this place. Correct. I need answers. Correct. Yeah. So uh she she haunted. <laughs> Let me explain. <laughs> Let me explain. So apparently she has been haunted since the fifteenth century. Bruh. So twenty first. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. six centuries? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the the fourteen hundreds, there was a ghost beating and banging around in this bitch. Okay. <laughs> so, 
So it all started, as a lot of these stories do, with a double murder. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So uh, Jacques, 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 whatever. (laughs) However you say his name. Uh, Jackie. (laughs) We're going to call him Jack. Um, Was the son of Pierre de Berez. Is their, their family name. Uh, he inherited, Jack inherited the chateau and was married to Charlotte of France. The now, fuck? the reason she is called Charlotte of France is because she is the illegitimate daughter of Charles the Seventh, <laughs> who was the king. All right. Yeah. Okay. So her mother, Agnes Sorel, was a former employee of the king. Ooh. So, yeah, she was like, hey, buddy. And he was like, hey, yeah, look at you. Look at you and your little dress. Gross. Uh, and then they had sex. And then he hey, was this child. Listen. <laughs> Asshole. I don't. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I know how it works. <laughs> you don't have In to case say somebody it else out. didn't know. What? In case somebody else didn't know. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're just mad to make me uncomfortable. <sighs> yeah, absolutely. Yes. So. This made her the half-sister of King Louis XI, which is important. Wait, 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 yes. wait, wait, yeah. wait, 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah How up? did we go from 7 to 11? No. Yes. no oh, my God. No. The what? dad, the dad was Charles VII. His son was Louis XI. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just want everyone to know when I said 7 to 11, I dabbed. I just want everyone to know. <laughs> I didn't even catch it. I'm so what? disappointed with myself. <laughs> Holy shit. I made that joke and I didn't realize I made it. And then I dabbed. I was, yeah. I didn't I didn't catch the joke. I'm disappointed in myself. Are you fucking serious? I dabbed. You did. It was a, it was a good dab. It was okay. a great dab. <laughs> so, in 1462, their marriage was arranged. And it was not a love match. It was a political one. Wait. As you can imagine. Wait. Yes, what? 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 Yeah. Who's getting what? married? No, so, so Jack. Remember Jack, Jack and Charlotte. Jackie. Okay, yeah. Okay, right, right, Jack okay. and Charlotte. I thought yeah. I thought Charlotte and King. I was like, no, no wait, what? No, wait, not oh. the half sibling. No, 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 no. I know this the, is France, right? I, not well, England. I, ha, got it. <laughs> I was. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, great. So, their their marriage was arranged. It wasn't a love match. It was a political one. Ugh. And it was not a happy marriage. By any stretch of the imagination. So they had five children together. Ew. But Charlotte was used to, like, a very high society, like, noble court life. Like, her dad was the king, right? Like, right. makes sense. Uh, and her new husband was more of, like, an outdoorsman, and he loved to hunt, and he was just an outside person, right? So on May 31st of 1477, uh, Jack is said to have returned from a hunting trip. So he was out doing his, like, huntsman stuff, you know? He had dinner with his wife. And then he, it is said in some places that he, like, invited her upstairs for the, the carnal affairs, as yeah. you do, right, with a spouse, I guess. Right. Um, and then he, he, she declined, so he just went to his room alone. Um, his room, I say. Apparently, they didn't sleep together consistently, like, in the same bed. Like, they had separate rooms. That's weird. But I guess if you don't like each other, uh, whatever. So, I mean, in the I, middle of the night. I would not sleep in the same bed with somebody I didn't fucking like. Fair. And what if he snored? What if he stunk? What if he didn't shower after his hunts? Fuck him. <laughs> Sorry. I think that's why she didn't stay in the same room as him. Right. Because she didn't want to. Right. That's just, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So, in the middle of the night, he is woken up by a servant and told that his wife is sleeping with another man. Oop. Whose name is Pierre. Not his dad. No. No. 
So De Laverge. Yeah, that one. That Pierre. Laverge. So Jack goes hunting for his wife. (laughs) He goes he goes upstairs and he finds them in the middle of their business. Oh shit. So here's where the story can go two different ways. So the first way is that Jack immediately like flew into a rage and then and there murdered the two of them, butchering them with his sword. Like there are some sources that say that he hit each of them 100 blows with his sword. Oh, yeah. Like not pretty, not a good time. Things were not great. The other option is that he saw this and then he waited like he killed the the boyfriend and then she ran to a tower to pray and he found her like in the chapel the chapel tower is where she was uh found her strangled her and then threw her out the window Woo! yeah so there's there's the two options there so either way charlotte and her huntsman man thing were murdered (laughs) and his body was never recovered so i don't know what he what happened to pierre but he was gone forever so Charlotte was buried in a Benedictine Abbey in of Columbus and given like a normal like funeral benefiting her rank. And when King Louis found out about his half sister, he lost his shit. Uh, yeah. He, yeah. Reacted very quickly and without any mercy. He had Jack put in jail in Paris, bricked into a windowless dungeon. So it's just dark all the time. And then he fined him. And the fine was so hefty, Jack couldn't pay and was forced to hand over the mansion. And he Good. never got out of that dungeon. Good. Yeah. So the king promptly gave the property to Jack and Charlotte's oldest son, Louis, and it stayed in the family from there. So that's kind of wild. Okay. Yeah. that's mm. So Charlotte's spirit has been seen all over the house ever since. Um, that's kind of fun. That's kind of wild. <laughs> Um, today, Charlotte's ghost remains in the home, uh, but her lovers seem to have moved on. So, uh, early on, like, you could hear both of them crying and groaning and, like, making sounds. Um, since, I don't really know when he disappeared, but over the years he has gone. No idea where. So, Charlotte is normally seen walking up and down the stairs of the tower where the chapel is. Uh, she has been nicknamed the Green Lady because of the green dress that she wears. And she is, of course, not a happy spirit. Uh, right. Sometimes her face appears as that of a corpse. Gross. With large gaping holes where her eyes and nose should be. Ah. Uh, I got That's cold. pretty icky. Got a cold chill, dude. Good. She will sometimes, gr- or most often, uh, groan early in the morning hours. It's just she, like, she's waking up and she's mad she's still there. Uh. Which kind of cracks me up. I think that's kind of fun. Um. She seems to appear to men over women for some reason. So if you're a dude staying there, you're probably going to see her. If you're a lady, probably not. She's still searching for that D, you know what I mean? Like, it's just... She's on a hunt for the dick. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. She is looking for that appointment. And she's just... She is hunting. Fiercely. You made the joke! I mean... You're right. (laughs) I did, yeah. (laughs) Correct. Oh. oh goodness so the current residents the current owners the duke and his family which is his wife and two children have become accustomed to the green lady roaming the halls and they they're not startled when they see her they aren't surprised when they hear her they can like sleep through her groaning in the mornings like no problem which is crazy that's gross 
So here's some personal experiences with the green lady, because I think that's fun. She is the only spirit that's like here, but she's like here. Oh, oh, so she's like there. Yeah. Constantly. Okay. So the previous Duke, which is the current Duke's dad, right, was once walking into one of the rooms where he sees a woman with a blade lodged into the left side of her chest. Oh! Like, like just hanging out, like, just chilling. Ah! He's not, he wasn't, like, an easily startled man, so instead of being afraid, he just, he became distressed on the woman's behalf, um, and he mentioned that she was very beautiful. The fuck? Yeah, it's weird to me, because to some people, they see her with a corpse face, so I wonder what was so special about him that he was like, oh, no hi everything's fine i don't know what but with a blade yeah. lodged in her chest yep so okay. may- maybe it was where she got stabbed i, I don't know that's weird uh, wild there was an irish couple separate incident there's an irish couple that was staying at the place and the husband was in the dressing room while his wife was in the adjoining bedroom brushing her hair. He heard the gentle clatter of the silver brushes being laid down onto the vanity and then the sound of the brush like going through hair. That sound we all know. The noise continued on and on and on and on and on until the husband finally got annoyed and was like, do you mean to spend all night doing your hair? And his wife shoots back with, I'm doing nothing of the sort, which is a very like irish response to me right uh so he being like the sassy bitch that he is is like all right i'm gonna come in there and see what you're doing so he doesn't say anything he just like swings the door open super dramatically to like sass his wife as she's sitting at the vanity only to find that she's not at the vanity she is sitting in the bed reading a book how is he hearing it and not her i don't know but she appears to men over women huh so that's cool yeah wild so if you want to visit this place and see if you can see or meet the green lady, or just because you love the drama that history can provide, you can stay overnight in one of the rooms for about $560 a day. Sold. Or go Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. Let's do it. Let's stay in the king's bedroom. Um, and if you're European, it's about, there's a, a day tour that's about nine pounds for adults, or nine euros, excuse me, nine euro for adult, for an adult. So not terribly expensive um should be a pretty fun time they have free wi-fi also (laughs) (laughs) and it's just a really pretty building it's beautiful so there we go thanks for coming to my ted talk about uh a bunch of french names that i couldn't pronounce (laughs) that's it that's That's it i got that's it thank you thank Thank you no no thank you no thank you no stop yawning we're not done i can't i'm so tired do you see the bags under my eyes no There's no no bags in your eyes. Shut up. They're here. Okay, a little bit. (laughs) They're here. I just have to take my glasses off and they stop hiding. It's awful. We're almost done. Then we're going to go to bed. Well, I'm going to go to the gym. And then you're going to go to bed. (laughs) You're funny. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I got notes. I got other stuff to do. You have have homework. I do. Okay. (sighs) All right. This right here, right now, is the part of the podcast where we give shout outs to our newest Patreon members. And would you fucking believe it we have a new patreon member today hell yeah let's go boy her name is (laughs) her name is rena marie which is really hello rena what the fuck are you doing (laughs) i I just looked up and you're just slapping yourself in the forehead with your fucking brush anyways rena is here she's she subscribed to our newest Patreon, and I forgot to get her a sticker. She's she's a coworker of mine, so um, I need her a sticker. 
and she subscribed to the seven dollar tier because I told her that about the the bullying Katie stuff, and she's like, "No, I'm sold." Good. And I was like, "All of you, good, suck. <laughs> absolutely." And I have to send her a personal high five video, personal virtual high five. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, my God. Anyways, she's also listening to our episodes backwards. I told you they exist. I told you those fucking people exist. I knew it. I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, welcome to the party. Stay a while. Welcome to the shit show. (laughs) This place Ah. is great. Okay. So if you want to get a shout out right here, right now, on this part of the... Stop flailing that at me. If you want to give a shout out on the Patreon, please be sure to shout out on the podcast. Please, just, this is all your fault. Anyways, do the thing on Apple and Spotify because if you like what we do, you, you do it. You do it. Because if you like what we do, rate and review. I'm sick of your I wish shit. Everybody could see me like Avarta Cadaver you right now. Like, oh. Yeah, it's, it's not. That's how he does it. It's, it's like he's given a. Never mind. No, we're not going to go there. <laughs> I don't think that's how you want that to be if you're doing that thing. Ugh. Hey, I don't I don't know what people do. That's true. I don't have that appendage, nor do I want to touch it. Anyways. Hey. What are you telling me about this week? I, Katie Groves. Yes. We'll be telling you about the House of the Seven Gables. The Seven Sons of the Seven Sons? No. What? Oh. Well, you said <laughs> the, of the Seven Gables, so it made my brain go, <gasps> the Seven Sons of the Seven Sun. No, the House of the Seven Gables. Okay, proceed. Tell me about all seven of them. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so according to the interwebs, and the interwebs never lies, right? This is No, never do. Never do. This is the most haunted house in all of Salem, Massachusetts. Ooh, spicy. Um, It's also known as the Turner Ingersoll Mansion. It is a Ingersoll. Okay. What's in your soul? <laughs> what? What's in your soul? Inger soul. I hardly know her. Uh, it's a gothic. Ins- <laughs> it's a gothic inspired cross gate. Gothic inspired cross gables with dark, dark brown wooden clapboards. Clapboards. I don't. It's that's a clapboards. Anyway, ah. shut up. The house originally had two bedrooms and two and one half stories. Oh. Explain to me how it had a half story. Um, was, was it a short attic? Was it a short basement? I don't fucking know. I'm, I'm, ass- I'm assuming it was a short basement because it's up north. I don't know. What? I, what is Because do, don't they have like um, like little partial basements or a thing, like dirt partial basements or a thing, I feel like, in a lot of northern homes? I don't know. I'll have to ask, I'll have to ask around and see. Okay. Fair I enough. Know, I, don't I don't know. Proceed. Anyways, a researcher- from the Colonial Williamsburg Foundation, Carrie Carson wrote, Today, it is the lone survivor in the New England of the kind of high gentry house that introduced to North America new cosmopolitan ideas about domestic living in the last quarter of the 17th century. Merchant John Turner built himself a bigger, better dwelling than most of his neighbors owned. Huh. Yeah, it was actually like one Fancy. of the biggest. It was like one of the biggest houses in the area. HGTV fact. Ooh. You know I like my HGTV sections. <laughs> I know. We haven't done that in a while, so we need to bring it back. Absolutely. All right, great. <sighs> the original owner of the house was John Turner, as I just recently stated. So he was an indentured servant from England. 
Okay. And he came to the American colonies with his master. And he was supposed to, he was ordered to serve, supposed to serve seven to 12 years. Okay. But he apparently got out much quicker than that. Wild. I, yeah, I don't, I couldn't find any more than that. And he actually made a name for himself in Salem. Get it. So his trade, <laughs> sometimes when I do my stories. Yeah. And then you do your like, yeah, uh, get do it. Do it. I, get I, it. Yeah. I feel like you're the support rapper in my rap song. That's, I can't, I, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, yes. You, like, I will you know what? happily take that role. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm the support rapper. I'm the, the, oh, what's that called? The backup? No. You're like, the backup. You're the, like the, yeah, yeah, when I talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, that's exactly what I am. Is the yeah, yeah. There that's you go. I, that's what I do. That's me. That's it. that's it. Sold. Okay. All right, great. So his he he was a he was a trader person in in hatting and shoeing. So he he hatting? he hatted and he shoot and he shooted and he sold them to the local people. <laughs> he hatted. He was in hatting and shoeing. That's what I have in my notes. <laughs> I don't feel like that's right. That's not right. You're correct. (laughs) (laughs) I love that I couldn't definitely identify. I was like, that doesn't feel right. I don't think that's what it is. Right. He was just, he was a hat and shoe merchant. That's what I was just, anyways. No, I feel like there's a word for like shoe people. Shoe, shoe, no. Because there's like tailors for like clothes people. Right. So by, I think it's 19, excuse me, 1698. I think that's correct. He he was actually able with his wealth because he became like also a captain, right? So he a started, captain. He was a, yeah, he was like a sea captain. Salem, oh, Salem's on the is like a bay area. I wasn't sure what kind of captain. I was like, oh my god, was he in the military? Wait, that doesn't make sense. Was he like a captain of a hat company? Hold on, that doesn't make sense either. Huh. <laughs> Let's wrangle okay. in the bees. No, we're of a right. ship. <laughs> <laughs> ship captain. Okay, cool. All right, cool, great. Cool, 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 cool. So he, he started construction on the house, aka House of the Seven Gables, right? So through selling his hatteries and shoeries to the local plebeians. Do you just hate that? <laughs> I don't know why I don't like it, but I don't like it. The hatteries. Had, 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 hatteries. No. The hatteries nope. and the shoeries? Nope. I don't like it. Okay. Sold, sold some stuff to the local plebeians and... um. Yeah, so this is when he became a, he worked in Salem's m- Maritime, is that how that's, okay. Maritime? Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, Marita- Maritime Field, and he finally became Captain Turner. Also, in Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah, you know how there's Captain William Turner? Is, yeah. Is there like some semblance here? I don't know, oh, maybe. Okay. Great, all right, cool, so he got a wealth being a captain, right? <gasps> what a wealthy captain. In 1742, Turner passed away as one of the wealthiest men at the time in oh. all of the Massachusetts Bay Colony. Get it, I he, guess. He actually died at sea. Oh. Yeah. Oh. You can't yawn after I yawn. Stop it. So. <laughs> this was you. You did this. I did. So his entire wealth, when written down, mm-hmm. like all of his assets, his boats, you know, like. His his, yeah. sil- his silverware that was actually silver, no, spanned fourteen pages long, and the average at the time was maybe two. Damn, he's so, just going. So his son, who I'm just gonna call Turner Two, inherited <laughs> s- 
inherited six homes in the bay with 200 acres of land to go with it, plus a few docks in the port. Damn, he's just fucking, he is set. He doesn't have to do anything. He's just set. However. Oh, no. Oh, no. Turner the it's third. A however. Yeah, Turner, Turner the third. Turner three. Yeah. Fucked it up. <sighs> fucked it up. Lost okay. all lost all of their fortune like an idiot. Wow. How? how? So um, either he lost it to debtors or he just died without any heirs. Oh. Depends on okay. who you ask. Depends on okay. who you ask. So. Okay. So in 1782, the house was sold to one Samuel Ingersoll. Okay. So that's where that last name comes into play. Okay. Okay. So good old Ingersoll was also a captain, and he was able he was able to purchase the home that was no longer a two bed and two and a half story home. Oh no no no! It was still a two two and a two and a half two and a one oh, half. Okay. It was still okay. a two and a one half. Okay. Okay. Um, had a had a had had the house had added on a kitchen what is a kitchen lean tum a lean to i don't know this one right here i don't know what the fuck i don't know what that means i don't know what that is either why did i put that in my notes if i don't know what it is great i don't know i think i miswrote that i'm assuming <laughs> that's a no idea i think i miswrote that a lean kitchen i think it's supposed to be a lean kitchen a kitchen lean Okay. A kitchen lean on the south wing. That's what I was supposed to write. Jesus ah. Christ. Oh, sorry, kitty. Oh, God. Did you kick the cat again? I kicked him in the face this time. <gasps> he needs to stop sitting right there. I'm oh, so sorry, stop. baby. He's supposed to sit uh. in his bed. I know he's not in his bed. He's on. He's like right next to my feet. And every time I move my feet, I just kick him. That's uh. not right. Okay. So anyway, so stupid. I lean kitchen on the south wing in a two in a two story porch. Which I'm still confused as to why he didn't do a two and one half story porch. You know what I mean? Just a with a two two story porch. Okay. I'm upset that he didn't build a two and one half story porch. I'm I'm hung up on this one half. You gotta understand. I'm so upset. Yeah. No, that's that's yeah, that's fair. Is <laughs> okay. it still a half today? I guess. Oh, I guess like. we can go investigate the half. We can. <laughs> <laughs> just just the half though i don't yeah. know if it's attic basement it's just the half that's where we're gonna go so plus at the time there was a secret staircase in the house but okay we're, we're gonna talk about that in just a minute in a minute okay in in, in a couple paragraphs works for me so ingersoll like an ass removed the frame the the, the famed gables from the house okay so i don't know how you do that and I'm still not even sure what a gable is. And but nonetheless, he replaced them with the intricate, in, intricate Victorian detailed work. Okay. But I think the gables are the points on the house. It's like the side that's underneath the point. Like your flat part here, and right. then like your your two bits here. This section here inside the triangle is the gable. How do you remove that? That's a great question. Why is and it? I'm so glad you asked. I have no idea. Why is it called? Why does it have a fancy ass name? This is stupid. Why did? Okay, you know what? I don't know. Don't ask me. Great. Ah. So during this time is when his daughter Susanna was inviting over her cousin Nathaniel Hawthorne. Ooh. To smash. Oh no. No, I'm just joking. Okay. <laughs> That's Ooh. a joke. That's Ooh. a joke. They were not. At least not Ooh. that I found. 
They were like second cousins, but I think they just talked a lot. Um, okay. You know, do, do you know who Nathaniel Hawthorne is? He's an author, yes. What do you write? Uh, don't Google don't, it, don't, you don't, cheater. Hold on. Hold you on. cheater. No, I, hold on. My you brain's che- working. I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> <You're>... Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> my brain. Oh, I can... the Scarlet Letter. Oh, my God. He wrote the Scarlet Letter? Ew. Okay. I could see the fucking reflection in your glasses as you Son Google of a bitch, this. they gave me away. <laughs> Did you see what else he wrote? Uh, something about the Seven Gables. He wrote the book called House of the Seven Gables. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, spicy. <laughs> so, fun fact about Susanna that's going to come into play in a little bit. Susanna never married, but she adopted a boy named Horace. Did she name him Horace or was he pre-named Horace? <laughs> The fact, <laughs> the fact that you just called it pre-named, <laughs> yeah. Was he pre-named Horace? Yes, that's a probably. God awful name. Why would you change a child's name? It's not like a cat. Because you say, "Child, you're going to be mocked and made fun of forever." Would you like to change your name when I adopt you? Because we're already changing your last name. Do you want to just change your first name? Can you do that? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> oh you might my have to God. pay for it. I don't know. You have to also convince a judge. That's true. I mean, I would I would do it if a kid was like, I fucking hate my name. I'd be like, all right, cool. What do you want to be? I mean, we can't be like pers- like flower or some shit. Like, it's got to be like a name. But did you? I'll change your name. Did you know my dad knew a guy at the steel mill? Because yeah. like to get at the yeah. time, I don't know how it works now, but I think you have to like convince a judge of like why you want to get your name changed. Probably. The guy was able to successfully convince the judge to legally change his name to Spider. That's metal as shit. <laughs> <laughs> that man, that, that, mm. hmm. Yep. Huh. There's also, I heard rumor, because I talked about this with one of my coworkers, somewhere far out vast in like the same shebang. Yeah. Someone legally changed their name to Dragon. <laughs> 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 that's wild People i went to school with the with a kid named like river and winter i mean and um that's hippie. april is obviously like common in may what the yeah. yeah yeah but you never hear names like october that's or true or november, november. <laughs> december january february for that matter there's june yeah but there's june. no july no huh there's no march no Nope. There's no February. April, May, June. Those are the only, like, names. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And you, you never see anybody named Carr, but you do people, you do meet people named Mercedes. So. Well, I mean, there's also nobody named Truck, but there are people named Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <sighs> Anyways. So, fun fact. There might be a Hawthorne curse. No way. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, the sea caption captions the sea captains. They they you know they have their wealth. They had they they you know they did their wealthy thing. They they went perusing the sea and they had their wealth right. And they, and they instantly lost it because we're because we're gonna learn that Turner Turner lost his wealth at three generations, and we're gonna learn that Ingersoll also lost his wealth at three generations. Right. So like there's there's some weird like shit going on. Okay. The weird shit that was going on was the witch trials of the 1692. Oh, no. Yep. Oh, no. We're in Salem, Massachusetts. Yeah, we are. Okay. And it's 
thought that the ups and the downs of the Turners and Ingersolls was because of the witch trials. So in an M. Night Shyamalan twist of things, Nathaniel Hawthorne's great-grandfather, John Hawthorne, was the judge in the 1692 witch trials. Oof. Oh, no. Oof. So this judge was the one who sentenced 19 women to their deaths and never regretted nor showed, nor showed remorse in his involvement with that bullshit. Yeah, that guy was kind of a prick. That guy was a fucking asshole. So, yeah. this, but this this guy, I say but, but like, though, Hawthorne truly believed that the witchcraft was a very real threat to Salem, even though it wasn't obviously real. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was not a threat. It was yes. a perceived threat that was not a very good perception role. Right. <clears throat> but after the trials, the Hawthorne fa- family had lost their wealth. Interesting. And, isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? Huh. Nobody can get rich in this area without fucking losing it. And they also lost their reputation within the community. So, yeah. side note, during the witch trials, this is where we're going to come back full circle. Oh, um, colloquially known as John Turner II, he was afraid for his sisters during the witch trials because... Um, Anything and everything was going to get you accused of being a witch. You, mm-hmm. you know, look could look at the sun without blinking. You were a witch, uh, right? So, so Turner too built the hidden staircase for his sisters of the house that no one knew about. So, if they were ever accused of witchcraft, they could go up the staircase, hang out in some upper rooms that no one knew about, and that was it. That's actually pretty quality. Yeah, and that pretty I appreciate that pretty neat. So, yeah. There was also a hidden hidden dining room and a hidden accounting room, huh. which I don't understand how you could exist in a space and not understand the spatial awareness of like, huh, when I go out to this room, go outside, like there's way more space missing here. Great question. I right. don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So by 1804, Nathaniel Hawthorne comes into the play. When I say he comes into play, that was when he was born. He was so disgusted with his family's past that he altered his surname so no one would know his dark lineage (gasps) so john hawthorne the judge has no w in it however some generations before it had a w in hawthorne h-a-w hawthorne okay so susanna and nate are talking and shit and she's talking about her bullshit past he's talking about his bullshit past and so susanna's like why don't you add the W back in when you publish your books so no one can relate the two? That's actually really smart. Right. So he published The Scarlet Letter and The House of the Seven Gables. And they had undertones of his family's involvement in the witchcraft trials. And I think in The Scarlet Letter, he like apologized for his family's bullshit. Interesting. Yeah. I don't remember and, that. That doesn't mean it's not there. It was like the open. It was like, it wasn't the opening, but it was like a prelude, like a, like a, oh pretext thing fair enough and then house of the seven gables was i think that so anyways yeah huh oh so here we go 1879 the ingersoll by the third generation lost the house okay so it's just the third generation so that's the problem right so horace fucked it up yeah god damn it horace (laughs) i knew it was gonna be something with that fucking kid named horace oh my god okay so a horrible name so some weird, shifty, weird stuff no one cared to keep track of happened to the house, um, went to the creditors, no one lived in it, and then some people by the name of the Uptons 
They were artists like, or something. What? No, proceed. Uptons? Yeah. I Upton made me think of Upton Sinclair, and I was like, no, 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 that's not the same person, the same Wait, type of people. Who is Upton Sinclair? We've had this conversation. He wrote The Jungle. We've not had this conversation. What is The Jungle? The the Jungle is a, a book about the meatpacking industry in Chicago and how fucked up and awful it was. We've had this conversation on we've the had show. This, we've had this conversation. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> All right. So 1908, philanthropist, which is a.k.a. somebody with a lot of money and doesn't know what the fuck to do with it, Caroline Emerton yeah. purchased the house with the intent okay. to make it a museum. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah tell me all about oh it oh my god so uh which so the, when the book came out people were like whose house is that who 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 did the house who dis? right new house who dis so in 18 in an 1870 article by the new york times or in, in the new york times it had identified the house so now <gasps> every so when this chick bought the house she knew it was the house right okay all right so she hired joseph everett chandler to restore the house and fun fact he had just finished restoring the restoring the paul revere house oh fancy isn't that cool that. yeah broski was able to restore apparently there's eight gables oh nifty one one place said eight i think it's still has seven because i counted seven but anyways yeah and apparently in the book there was a scent shop so they had the scent shop that was featured in the book added into the house okay she was also able to purchase Turner's other homes. Oh. A whopping five other houses. Okay. And brought them onto the same street. Huh. Yep. She's rich as shit. Isn't that weird that you could just... Right. <laughs> <laughs> I answered my own question. I was about to say, what does she do? And the... Okay. Right. She's rich just pers- a rich person with a lot of money. Right. That doesn't know what to do with it. So, yeah. Isn't that weird that you could also just pick up a house and just move it? Yeah. I mean... Anything's possible when you have enough money, right? Right. So that is the history of the um, Turner Ingersoll house. And now we're going to talk about the hauntings. Tell me why it's haunted. Tell me about it. Okay. So, I mean, it's just old and that's why it's haunted. So you have your... That's a good enough reason. Okay. So you have your staples though, right? Yeah. Lights, lights turn on and off. Okay. Electronic equipment usually malfunctions in this place. Water faucets usually turn on and off. That's got to be such an expensive electric and water bill. Yeah. Damn. All the fucking time. So along with the staff and visitors, they always feel an like an unknown presence is with them. Okay. Like, they constantly feel like they're being watched. They constantly feel like there's somebody else in the room. Like there's always another presence in the house. That's gross. I'm yeah. good. Thanks. And shadows are often reported throughout the house. Like, you'll just kind of see, like, a little shadow. You know, like, it's daytime. What the fuck was that? I hate it. Thanks. There's a little boy in the attic. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it's a little boy, but okay. It's a little boy. Mm-mm. It's a little boy. He he he, he, he pitter-patters around, and you can, okay. hear his, you can hear his little feetsies when a he's in the attic. Little stompy feetsies? Yes, and he okay. likes to do playful laughs and giggles. Okay. And... So, so the the theory is is that the attic was once home to the the servant quarters. So, okay. it was either a servant himself or it was a child of one of the servants. Okay. Okay. Also, don't eat the brush. I will. <laughs> okay. Can you hear that? I wonder on the recording. Um. 
That's an acrylic brush. Maybe. We'll find out. Yeah. I can't hear it through the... We'll see. Anyways, Susanna herself is a scene apparition in the house. Okay. She walks throughout the house. Just, it's her house, so she still walks it, right? And I mean, fair enough, yeah. Yeah. She's also seen, when people walk through the gardens, mm-hmm. she walks out the window at them. Oh, that's rude. Yeah, so Don't she- Don't stare at me. Well, I mean, it's her gardens. Why are you walking I mean... through her gardens? She's probably making sure that you're not going <laughs> to- Because I want to. I want to walk through your gardens, so there. And you also want to brush me with your acrylic brush? Yeah, well, little brushy brush. <laughs> Stop it. Anyways, I don't know why that gave me cold chills. Stop it. <laughs> it's freaking me out. I don't know because I feel like you're like that's rubbing in my eye, but it's not. But it's like <laughs> okay, fair enough. I won't I'm ha- do it. Sorry. I'm having weird like th- like a like a weird overload. Anyway, sensory shit. Yeah, thank you, sensory. Thank you. I got you. Um, where the fuck am I at? My notes. You were telling me about how she would like peer out the windows at the like people in the garden. Yes. So she's like laser beaming her eyes out the windows when you're walking through her fucking garden. Okay. Gross. Don't right. look at me. So this is a weird one. Uh, that don't I like don't, when you say that. Th- I don't understand this. Okay. The uh, There are undead that are seen near the gables. What the fuck? The gables are on the roof. Yeah. Right. So are there fucking dead people on the roof? H- hold up. I keep reading that. Like everywhere I went, it's like, oh yeah, there's like apparitions near the gate. Why? Fucking why? That's the roof. Do people not know what gables are when they write their shit? I don't understand. Maybe it's like in the windows near the gables? Maybe? Because there's like windows on every single one. Like that makes sense. Maybe that's what they mean and they just don't know how to type. Maybe they don't know how to fucking English. Okay, so that's where I was at. possible. I don't know. That's weird. Whatever. Okay, so that. Great. A sidekick toured the place. Yeah. And she also sensed the little boy in the attic. Okay. She apparently, apparently she caught a picture of him near the gables. Oh, On the roof, in the window, I don't fucking know, but near the fucking gable. Interesting. What the hell was that? I hit my paintbrush on the microphone. This is why you shouldn't have a paintbrush. I know. I'm so sorry. So in the hidden staircase... There have been reports of a spirit of a man going up and down the staircase. Okay. For some reason, people think this is, like, part of the Underground Railroad, but it is not. No. No. It was not constructed anywhere near the time of, like, the Civil War or anything like that. And even then, like, the the house is so far into the north. North. I don't feel like that would be something to worry about. Right. Also, it's probably one of the Turners. Like... Yeah. The wild. All right, so here's some like firsthand experience. Uh, a couple, a couple was touring touring Salem for the day, and they were checking out some of the sites. And, and of course, they get to the house on the second day of the tour, and they don't know that the house is haunted. Oh, whoops! So Dudeski makes his way down to the bottom of the staircase, and he hears a woman very clearly go shh, shh <laughs> like, like <laughs> shh, right. Don't so, shush me, lady. Right. So, like, that's pretty much where I'm pretty sure he was at. Like, who the fuck is shushing me? So he turns around to, like, be like, what the fuck, girlfriend? And then he, she's, like, way up on the staircase. Yeah. Like, like way behind him. Yeah. So he was Oops. like, ooh. That, that's not my lady. Uh. Another another visitor. That's not my lady. <laughs> another visitor visited the house when you know it. Weird. And 
It's almost that's what visitors are doing. They're visiting. Wild. What a weird concept. So ascended the staircase to the attic. She said that she had an overwhelming unease fall upon her that she became really queasy and lightheaded. Like she didn't need to be there. And she she became incredibly anxious and just was oh. unable to focus on whatever was going on. Cool. As soon as she left the, the attic, she felt better. Awesome. That's always reassuring and great. Yep. And that's not that's not the uh, that's you that's a common experience when people go into the attic is they feel like shit when they go up there. And as gross. Soon as they're there, they go down the staircase. They're fine. I mean that fits with like all of the apparitions or like the undead being seen in the gables because that's where the attic would be. That so sense. gross. Yeah. People. Pretty gross. And lastly, another visitor who also said they were quite uneasy in the attic kept taking like double takes towards the window. Ew. While they were up there. So then when they went outside to the garden, they snapped a picture of the window. And when you know it, there's a woman standing in the window. Awesome. Gross. Yep. No, thank you. Go away, ma'am. Freaking nasty, dude. Heckin' gross. Heckin' gross. Leave us alone, Savannah. Goodbye. Hey, Susanna. Su- Susanna. Yep. Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely I read it and heard it as Savannah the whole time, but it definitely says Susanna. It it do. Well, that's uncomfortable. Susanna, Savannah, Havana. I'm trying to think of a word that rhymes and I can't come up with anything. So ha. you're saved. You're saved. Oh, this once. Okay. What? This well, once. <laughs> what was going to happen if you came up with a word you could rhyme with? You, you were going to be uh, serenaded in all of the rhyming words I could think of. Oh. And there weren't any for some reason. Damn. Get it together. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know either. Wild. Yeah. Great. Well, I had fun. Uh, thanks so much for listening to me talk to you about a bunch of French names I couldn't pronounce. No, no. Thank you for listening to me talk about my gables. I, yeah, gables. That I don't get. So many gables. <laughs> seven of them, to be precise. No, apparently there's eight. Eight which of I, the seven gable house. I, which I... Mm. <laughs> Which I still don't believe. I don't think that that's true. I think so someone. Gables. I think somebody just wanted to be like, ooh, let me just put this little lie in there. Oh, look at all this. Ooh. As they do. As they. You know. As they do. All right. I need to go weight lift. Okay. And you need to go do your homework and do things. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, I am. All right. If you want to check us out, please be sure to head on over to www.hauntherbarelyknowher.com. Blake gave us the confirmation that the www does work. Yay. He did a long time ago. But anyways, do you know he still updates our website? He does because he's a sweetheart. He's so sweet. Thank you, Blake. He's the best. Everybody say thank you. Thank you, Blake. Okay. <laughs> Precious. <laughs> All right. So uh, check us out on our social medias, Instagram and Twitter at H-H-I-B-K-H podcast. I'm on Instagram. So he's on Twitter. Are you still on Twitter? Yeah, I'm still on Twitter. I'm okay. slowly on Twitter. Okay, great. I'm proud of I'm you. I'm there. Okay. Ha <laughs> um, Anything else? No? We're good? No. All right, mm-hmm. great. Okay, so uh, until next time, haunt her. I barely know her. Or Savannah, that's actually Susanna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.